What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down 115.0, and we are starting a new series with The Sinking City. Today I have with me Matt. Hello, friends. And returning guest, Anthony. Hello. So, yeah, The Sinking City, uh, I think 2019 yep. was when this game first released. It feels like it's been forever ago. My review went up on August 8th. There you so go. Just a little past a month of my review, or a little past uh, three years of my review going up. There you go. So, uh, yeah, uh, developed by Frogwares. Uh, we've... Ha- we have never we. Did you do we have Ma- Mag Runner? No, we did not do Mag Runner. Um, we have done Spiders games, so that's the spiders, problem. Yeah. yeah, we 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 get Frogwares, Spiders, and Piranha Bites all mixed up. It seems like it's solid like Piranha Bites. So Piranha Bites is at the bottom, <laughs> and then I, I go. I don't say that. I uh, do not say that. What what game? Oh fuck, that's right. You like um. I like Risen. Risen. Yeah, okay. Frogwares is decent, though. I actually enjoyed their their Sherlock Holmes games. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I feel like like if you're gonna ask, like, because Piranha Bytes is an RPG studio house, as is Spiders, and I think Spiders is a better studio. I really want to play Elex, even though I okay, so don't think it'll be great. Elex has a really cool concept. And has one of the worst difficulty curves I've ever seen in a video game. No. Uh, a vertical line. <laughs> That's what it is. You hit a wall very quickly and everything can kill you. Um, yeah, Frogwares, they mostly do point, well, they mostly did point and click stuff. Uh, they did an MMO RTS called World of Battles Morningstar in 2011. They do a lot of Sherlock Holmes. They've done a Dracula game. They did 80 Days. And Journey to the Center of the Earth. And then in 2013, they kind of throw themselves out of their element and do Meg Runner Dark Pulse. That's which a fantastic game. I know you've said that, and I'm going to say it also kind of fits in with the Sinking City to some extent. You're right. But then they go does. back to Sherlock Holmes. And in 2019, they went with the Sinking City. And apparently the new Sherlock Holmes game is very much like The Sinking City, which oh. kind of has me interested. It's an open world game. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by how they decided to do this adventure game style. I don't know how much action is uh, in that, but... I don't know. I. It's funny enough, we were talking as a site today about... Um, uh, buying games uh, that like we review and how right. some people say we should buy the games we review I don't know where that thought comes from um, but on our site there's multiple writers and if somebody gives something a good review we don't just get free codes for everybody uh, we go and buy them and I can honestly say I have bought The Sinking City. It was on sale, mind you, but I bought it on uh, Nintendo Switch because I knew the money was going directly to Frogwares. And there were some issues with the publishing of this game, 
where Nacon, who was, I think, Big Ben Interactive when this game was published originally by them, and Frogwares had a disagreement. And uh, there's there's a lot of back and forth. I don't know who's in the right, but uh, they, pub- they self-published uh, the version on the Switch. I said, ah, I'll give it a shot. And that is not the version I'm playing. I'm returned to the Xbox One, which is what I reviewed on originally. But uh, it is impressive on the Switch, so hopefully someone who is maybe playing on the Switch can write in. Or unless one of you two is, I'm not sure. But, no. Um, I, I yeah. might have, but I ended up going on PS5. I will say this. it It's uh, a well-done port of an open-world game. I, I did not see the issues I thought I'd see, especially with the issues I have on the Xbox One version as is. Um, but I just chose not to do it on there because I was like, uh, achievements. So th- there there are issues on the Xbox One version? Yes. Um, they're, they're minor performance issues. Uh, okay. I covered in my review originally... Um, the the biggest problem is like frame rate is inconsistent it's not terrible none of it's not it's never again not a working frame rate um but like i kind of jokingly said in most games that you have fog fog is meant to hide pop in that is not the case with the sinking city it is a particle effect or something and every time the fog is in frame the game actually slows down a bit. Wow. Oh, weird. Um, uh, not to jump ahead, but the dive site is one of the smoothest areas in that whole game. Frame-wise. So, it's, it's, it is this... Uh, I gave, uh, I guess, spoilers. I am um, rolling into how did we have our history with this game. Not to be host, I apologize, but it kind of rolls okay. into one. Um, I gave this game an 8. And I brought up those portions, but I will go to bat for this still. I still agree with my score, but I will be honest, I never finished this game entirely, so I recommended it for Phoenix Down. Um, something else came up. I was already late with the review. I was waiting for patches to see if it would get better. It did. It didn't fix everything, but the f- I w- originally when I p- started playing it, I had um, screen tearing. And screen tearing will make me vomit. So... Uh, yeah, I was uh, pretty impressed with what I had played, and again, I liked it so much that when it was like fifteen or twenty bucks on the Switch, I just gave them money for it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm playing the Series X version of the game. No performance issues whatsoever. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So they they actually released a a Series X version. I think also a PS5 version of the game. I wonder if that has to do with the publishing. It may have been, but they definitely did some... I think they they rendered it in full 4K now. Um, I think uh, they definitely worked on like the frame rate and stuff like that. I think it runs at 60 frames per second. I could be wrong. Um, um, do you know the sort of history behind this game? No idea. It came out around the same time as Call of Cthulhu. Yep. And, Correct. And I got both those games mixed up with each other. Yep, me too. Frogwares was working on Call of Cthulhu. Really? At one point, Frogwares was working on Call of Cthulhu. And I believe... Now, 
Now, even on Wikipedia, they say Frogware was, was previously working on Call of Cthulhu in collaboration with Focus Home Inter uh, Interactive. Now, I do not know for certain, so this is just hearsay, but I've heard from multiple sources that have talked about this game, or sorry, specifically Call of Cthulhu, that the Call of Cthulhu devs were basically handed parts of a finished game that Frogwares was working on. So, like, they were... The, the Frogwares version of Call of Cthulhu doesn't exist. But they were working in Call of Cthulhu, and they were told to give over the assets that they had finished. I mm. do not know how much of that those assets they actually ended up handing over, but that's when they started working on Sinking City. And it's funny, because... I think there's a night and day difference between the games. Uh, so far, I do too. Um, as in, one is good and the other one is mediocre at the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I think uh, I think it's safe to say the Sinking City is the good one. So yes, there you yes go. it is. Um, but yeah, I, I my history, I, I knew about it. Got it confused with Call of Cthulhu. And I remember you reviewing it, saying this is actually pretty decent, and that's it. I, I, I stopped thinking about it after that. I was like, I'll get to it eventually, maybe. Uh, Matt, what about you? Yeah, pretty similar. I, you know, I I remember these games coming out. You know, I I've always been kind of a a fan of H.P. Lovecraft, so both of them were immediately interesting. But I haven't really hadn't really played either of them at all in any capacity until. Phoenix Down, um, you know certainly the the kind of poster image box cover art for this game has been intriguing. It's I think as I mentioned, it's a game that I I actually was surprised to find out I didn't own because every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, I'll buy that. Um, you know, not knowing at the time really that we would do it for Phoenix Down, although you know, kind of expecting we would with Call of Cthulhu. This you know, there being a tie there. Um, Turns out I didn't own it. I just I was ready to pay full price for it, but I just looked on the PS5 game store and it was on sale, so just picked it up right before this recording and uh, was pretty excited to check it out. Fun fact, I don't know if it's still going to be live whenever this goes up, but uh, uh, it's on sale on Steam right now for, I think, 7 bucks. So uh, there you go. Let me see here. I will see if still on sale on Switch too because I can tell you um, if it's ending so give yes, me a moment $7.99 okay. on Steam, 80% off there you go It is so it is on sale till September 15th on Switch for, and this is Canadian so I apologize in advance, 80% off so it's $12.59 Canadian um, there is that is just the standard version if you get the deluxe edition, let's see. The deluxe edition is is eighty one eighty nine right now. So yeah, buy the uh, normal version. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then you can buy the DLC piecemeal for less. Do you need the DLC? Isn't it just like it's, giving it's you extra, some more resources? No, there's no. Some of them are extra, extra like story stuff and. Okay. It's funny because it was the opposite on PS Five, where the standard edition was full price, and the deluxe edition was eighty percent off. Right. I'm surprised because the, the, the deluxe version is what I have on Switch and um, Xbox. So I just have the regular edition. 
it's they're side quests for the most part. They're yeah. not like big story sections. They're just side quests that are added. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, uh, the the game itself is a it is an investigation game uh, mixed with some survival horror aspects. Um, it's a I, third person. Uh, graphical adventure game where you can move around in 3D environments and do all your graphical adventure standards like pick up items, investigate, talk to people. And then it goes, and now you're shooting guns because it's actually a horror game too. Yeah. So, yeah, to begin with, everybody, uh, I know Dustin suggested that we try the Hard mode on the investigation stuff. I'm playing in hard mode. You are a stronger man than me. <laughs> I love that stuff. Okay. Uh, okay. That being said, what's your difficulty in combat on? Normal. Yep, normal for both of me. I'm like, fuck that noise. Easy it is. I, okay. Uh, I'm like, I don't... I don't want to have to fight bullet sponges. I don't want to have to keep healing myself. I'm here for mostly story and and i've still been taking damage it's not like i'm just like invincible to stuff it's just like i don't want to be overwhelmed with monsters especially when stuff can spit and all that jazz it's like i'm here to be an investigator yeah i'll get spooked as this (laughs) and the combat can be can be quick in this game yeah so far the the combat sequences i've had are kind of you know, here's two guys, you know, take them out, you're done. That's it. Yeah. Um, I hate the, I hate the melee. Yeah, the melee sucks. Um, but I think in the version I got, they gave me a machine gun. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, I had that, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, I had that machine gun, and it, like, kills a couple of the enemies pretty quick, so, the little small bastards don't, don't like standing still long enough, but whatever. But you're also wasting your your valuable money. Bullets, yeah. Hmm. A little bit of a, a little bit of a, uh, uh, I get metro, metro, yeah, yeah, vibe. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, starting off, we're we're playing as a, a, a private investigator named Charles Reed. He is a. Um, a more likable character than the one from Call of Cthulhu immediately. Yeah, pretty much. Um, whose name I do not remember. I can't remember either. To tell you everything you need to know. Give me a second here. I'll pull it up. <laughs> you it are Edward? playing as Edward Pierce. Edward Pierce, that's right. Edward that's nice. Pierce is a doormat of a human being and far less interesting than anybody in this game. <laughs> yes. And so, uh, Charles is, uh, suffering from some kind of, of mental illness. Uh, he realizes it and he's been seeing visions and nightmares and, uh, ex Navy. Yeah. He's an ex Navy for, for, uh, I think world war one. Yeah. This takes place in 1920. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, he doesn't know why, 
but he is being called to a place uh, through some otherworldly fashion. Um, and uh, in his investigations, he's also seen that other people afflicted by this illness have also went to this this town in Massachusetts, it's off the coast of Massachusetts, uh, called Oakmont. And um, so we start off with him traveling there via boat. Um, there's there's cutscenes in this game that obviously don't make much sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's because he's going in, he's descending deeper into the mouth of madness. Haha. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's obviously being, uh, affected by this, not only while he's sleeping in his dreams, but also in the waking hours. Um, and that falls into the kind of the mechanics of the game because he is afflicted with this. He uh, has a few new abilities. He can see through the mind's eye, uh, which allows him to basically use detective vision, if you want to put it that way, uh, where he can see uh, certain clues and and either past events. Uh, uh, the the coolest part is when he sees like the people pointing where he's supposed to go. Yeah, the shadow people. Yeah, the premonitions. The re- retrocognition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good explanation for detective vision, essentially. But his detective vision isn't as nearly as strong as like any Batman. other game. <laughs> well, yeah, Batman being the key one, but like even um, like like if you can interact with something, it's marked with a symbol. The symbol glows, yeah. but it's visible at all times whether you have the vision on or not. And I think that's a key thing to point out with this game is like his vision is a, a like some of its key portions, but like when you option, like turn it on as an option um, and not like forced into like reliving past events or whatever, um, it helps it, but it doesn't just be like, and there's the yellow thing against the blue background, go and touch it. Yeah, or follow the path. Yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, it's not like, oh, I can deviate, and then it's just like, and here's the glowing marker in the sky. No, no, no. It's like, you have to follow the little shadow people pointing you in the right direction, because otherwise, you, you're off. That's your own fault. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's been a bit of a theme through the early part of this game, is understanding what the game's giving you and understanding what it's not giving you. I feel like every... You know, every every thirty or forty minutes, I'm like, oh, all right, okay, this is how this works. I, I get it now. I, I get what they're they're showing me. They're not going to hold my hand as much as I thought. Like with this detective vision, um, I I spent a lot of the first, I don't know, first hour or so just walking around with detective vision, being like, all right, when am I gonna? When is something gonna pop that like I couldn't see normally? And you know, I'm, I'm imagining something that's gonna look like black light and it's gonna show up as a high contrast, like, now you've discovered something because you looked in the right place with Detective Vision on it. just doesn't really do that. No. And, uh, no. you know, it, it, I had a lot of those expectation resetting moments kind of in the in this first section that we've been playing. Yeah, I did too. I feel like this is actually a really good introductory section. Um, but um, 
there, there is one thing I do, I do want to mention because it's, it's a mechanic in the game, and that is the sanity mechanic. Um, one of seen, my favorite things in this game. So, the obviously the first game that comes to mind when you say sanity effects are obviously you know, Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness kind of made it. Game. I guess it was was it the first game that ever did that. Um. Hold on, let's see. I don't think so, but I think it's the first one to actually kind of do it well. Like, yeah. do it in a way where it wasn't like, and now you're take, you're, you have um, uh, a negative stat or something like that. Yeah. So, it, anytime you use your detective vision, or anytime you see something disturbing, whether it be a creature, or whether it be uh, just a dead body laying on the ground... Um, you start to lose sanity. And if your sanity gets low enough, the, the screen kind of disorients. It starts to, it starts to, um, distort around the edges. Yeah. And then it goes like full on like fish eye lens. Yeah, way. And then it's like, gets dark and you start seeing the creatures. And then, yeah. if you get high enough, the creatures are real. Yeah. So and not only, not only that, have you ever actually just watched his idle animations during this? Where he starts swatting at flies? No. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's one of them. If you have your gun equipped, he slowly brings the gun up to his head oh, and, hold, so, and, and holds it there for a few seconds and then just slowly puts it back down. So I, I did not mention this in my review. How, and I, I realize I'm getting off track, but you can see... In the city, just wander around. Most people are just walking around doing whatever. You turn down a wrong alleyway, you'll see someone lift a gun to their head, hold there for a couple seconds, and then kill themselves. This game is so, like... It's... It, 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 there's little details. Like, is this the most detailed game ever, like, in graphics? No. But there's, like, these little touches to this game. Like that. Um, like his idle animation, like just a random citizen just pulling a gun on themselves and blowing their brains out. I, I am, I loved that when I first played this, and I'm like playing it again, forgetting those portions. I was like, oh my god, that's right. I've never seen that idle animation though. Usually, I don't have a gun out um, if I don't have to. Yeah, yeah, it really contributes to the to the atmosphere that you feel. I mean, that's that's the one thing I feel is dripping in this game. It's all. Yeah. It's awesome. Just, just walk, like the first couple of times, you know, especially when you get out of this first section and you start wandering around the streets. I'm like, holy shit! You know, this is this is a tough place to live right now. People are in a rough state. Yeah. The the I have to I have to give it to him. The Series X version looks fantastic. Yeah. PS5 does as well. Very it's, sharp. It, it it's a it's a looker. It really is. I mean, the the animations are a little off, you know, like when people are talking and stuff. But I feel like I'm okay with that just because, like, one, the people aren't super realistic looking. Yeah. They're all weird looking. They all kind of look gone, which is funny because pointing out that they worked on Call of Cthulhu, that was another thing that happened with that game where there was, like, almost Bioshock people, somewhere between cartoony horror and, like, realism. Um but, like, you know, I think the detail in this game in general, like, I, I think, like, as much as, like, I have issues, like, for the most part, the uh, Xbox One version looks okay. I think the Switch version looks on par with the Xbox One version, if not better. 
Uh, it seems to run a bit better, in my opinion, but, like, I didn't take it as far into the game. Start booting it up and stuff, but uh, I think I... for This is also their first open-world game. Yeah. Mm. It's impressive. A, it's a weird thing <clears throat> to do in open-world. Yeah, yeah it, it's a good kind of game for those kind of slightly weird graphics, too. Like, their eyes, I find the one thing that I always notice is their eyes are all buggy. But I feel like everyone's yeah. a little crazy here anyway, so it kind of fits, whether it was intentional or not. Well, that's yeah. the reason why I like how he looks compared to all the citizens. All the citizens have these wide, sort of, like, staring, and he's always got this, like, kind of, like, squint to him. Yeah, he's like, like, he, looks like, he looks like a dude squint. who hasn't, yeah, he hasn't slept in, like, eight days. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, that's such a perfect, like, face. And I love how he talks, too. That was another thing I pointed out. I love every voice actor in this game. Yeah. No one's, like... Oh, I just don't feel like doing it. And like no, everybody's selling this character. It, it even the most like stupid the thing. Yeah, like I'm like yeah, but this like fits in. Yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 guy the uh, was it Thorg Morton. Yeah, that 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 guy we'll, is we'll, hamming we'll talk, it up. Oh but yeah, he is very great. believable. We'll, t- we'll talk about him in a second when we get to like going through but yeah like i'm glad that the early impressions are positive so far no i'm i'm digging the crap out of this game yeah. i think it's fantastic i just love it's... that you like walk down the pier there's nothing there but they built the pier because they need to sell you on this being a real place yeah no no this this is a fully fleshed out city like there's there's you know I feel like it's it, it, sure it, it may not have as much detail as like The Witcher or something like that, but I mean, there's there's a lot going on in the city, and it definitely like gives that vibe of you know just very downtrodden. People are not very happy here. You know, it's 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 hardcore. Yeah, I was definitely shocked when I saw the scope of the map as well. Given yeah. you know you, you're back and forth There's, in the first area, and then just seeing how much bigger the rest of the game is than this starting area. So there is one area that is mostly flooded. It is mostly a boat trip through. I kind of um, figured there would be one, but um, yeah, for the most part, like it is as big as it looks too. No. Uh, where Throgmorton lives is another large area. Like it is a huge area, but. They they make it all worthwhile because they have all these little side quests that are just as well written as the main story. Yeah. I haven't got many. I've only got the one from the doctor. Uh, there's the doctor one. There's a guy. If you go back to the pier and you walk in through, like, into the main city off of the pier, because you pass out when you go that way originally. Yeah. Um, and then the story picks up. If you go out that, there's a guy that's there that they'll give you a mission as well. Gotcha. I set off on one mission, died as soon as I got there. I'm like, oh, I'll come back to this when I have some more weapons. I say I have I have a ton of bullets because I've only used the shovel for pretty much anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, Charles arrives at Oakmont, and um, almost immediately, I think he gets this sense of like mystery but also i need to be here um he has a he couple of visions and so he also meets a man that's like i'll contact you and it's like but all right 
Yeah. <laughs> the guy with guy with a curly mustache, a bowler cap, black sunglasses. Yeah. This guy's legit. That's uh <laughs> that's the uh, Van Vanderbur. Is that his name? Uh, something like that, yeah. And it's like uh, I don't remember you meet him like I met him like once and it's like yeah, it, he, he's the guy who's supposed to be the devil. Yeah, he's, he's supposed to be helping us. He was kind of our our, our liaison for Oak Month. Uh, Johanna Vanderberg, Vanderberg is his name. Yeah, we've yeah. only seen him once so far, but we've gotten a couple other messages from him. I think. We, well, he was the one who dragged us back to the hotel. Yeah, when we passed out. So, um, which we'll get into. Uh, but yeah, he, he basically is he's kind of our welcoming wagon. He's like, I've got you set up at the hotel, um, and uh, here's a, here's a couple of places where you can start. And okay, cool. He just runs off, and then we just go down the pier, and we we come up. Uh, they, we can't leave the pier area because the police have got it blocked off because apparently there has been a crime committed. Um, now I didn't know that because I went straight to those people because I could talk to them. And this is when I'm introduced to. There's some weird ass people in this town. <laughs> yep. Um, and, uh, you, you run into a guy named Robert Thorgmartin. Throgmartin. Throgmartin. And, um, he looks like a humanoid gorilla or chimpanzee. Yeah, I kept spending a lot of time looking at him. I'm like, does this look like it could, you know, could a person look like this or is this definitely. Definitely non-human. So they, we, I asked the question. You know, you can choose what you want to say to people, and you, I did. You ask kind the of question. end up, you kind of end having to end up asking questions of all people about how they look. Yeah, because hmm. at one and point you will come across somebody else that's a little weird looking and be like, "What's wrong with your face?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, all right. See you from out of town. That obvious, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're a newcomer. Uh, but yeah, so he is, uh, and he mentions it. He's like, it's just part of my family lineage uh, that we all look like this. Uh, the, now, the, do you know what that is referencing? I, I'm guessing probably like a royal family of some sort. It is an H.P. Lovecraft story, and not okay. a common one. Uh, it is called fact. The story is referencing is facts concerning the late Arthur German and his family. Okay, that sounds. Do like you Mr. want? Book. Do you do you want me to spoil what that story is? Because it'll make sense momentarily. Uh, should it, we? Uh, I don't know. I it, it, he. Go Arthur Jeremy, yeah, if, it's, okay. if it's relevant, I'd say that. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so, go for it. So, so this book was written story, in the thirties. But it's actually from nineteen twenty-one. Okay, um, twenty-one. The facts concerning the late Arthur German and his family, also known as the White Ape, is basically a story about a guy who's a little weird-looking, and he starts looking up his history. His great-great-grandfather was Sir Wade German, an early explorer of the Congo region, whose books on a mysterious white civilization there were ridiculed. He was confined to an asylum in 1965. And then Lovecraft describes, like, why all of his family is weird-looking and stuff. So Arthur, like, decides, like, I'm going to look it up. And... (laughs) 
Arthur's like, I look weirder than everybody else. Uh, his great-great-grandfather, great-great-great-grandfather had sex with a ape goddess. Okay. And the, and so he has the traits of an ape. Uh, gotcha. He discovers this after finding the body um, of the ape mummified <laughs> in the family possessions, and then he burns himself alive. A very different sort of... I, I, in the same realm as H.P. Um, Lovecraft's other stuff, where knowledge is uh, almost a negative trait, um, yeah, but yeah. not of the sense of like some weird cosmic horror but more of like of oneself it, it's it's kind of a different take on it so I run into this guy I go this seems like it's referencing something so I did a bunch of research and then read the story and I was like oh my god so they like Frogwares decided what Call of Cthulhu and, and Innsmouth and all this stuff easy shit Right, to, to everybody reference. does Innsmouth. Yeah, yeah, everybody does Innsmouth. Some everybody does Call of Cthulhu. We're gonna do that too, but hey, there's all this other stuff that exists in the Lovecraft world. The deep cuts. Why don't we dis? Yeah, why don't we discover that too? I've or never I, heard I, of Innsmouth before until this game. Oh my god, really? Yes. Like the first, do you, do you ever play the Bethesda Call of Cthulhu? No. First person, okay, so yeah, Innsmouthers, yeah, uh, I can't remember the full title. Um, something at Innsmouth. Um, it, it, it's one of his more. It's it's probably the more interesting story than Call of Cthulhu. Shadow over Innsmouth. Um, one of his better stories than than Call of Cthulhu. To be honest, Call of Cthulhu is a bit slow and not really going anywhere. Um, and as I was looking up Throgmorton, because I wanted to make sure I had the name right, I want to just bring this up. It's somewhat relevant. August 30th, 2022. <clears throat> Two convicted in cattle and marijuana Ponzi scheme. <laughs> what? Uh, give me a second here. It's relevant only because I thought it was funny. <clears throat> a federal grand jury found Reverend J. Statuin, 70, of Galesburg, Illinois, and Ron Throgmartin, <laughs> 58 of Buford, Georgia, guilty on one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, five counts of wire fraud, and one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering. Wow. Throgmartins are still at it. Throgmartins are close to me because I know where Buford is. <laughs> <laughs> Thought gotcha. that was funny that it came up. I, I, <clears throat> dude was not expecting to see a real <laughs> listing for Throgmartin. Okay. So, yeah, um, we run into this guy, Throg Martin, and uh, he they're, they're outside of a, uh, everything looks run down. I was going to say a run, run down like apartment building or house or something, but um, apparently um, his son was brought to this house and is now missing, uh, but upon investigating the house, they found that there was some kind of major commotion that took place. Well, Charles is like, well, I happen to be a private investigator. 
also, I was here to look up uh, what's going on with all these illnesses and visions and and such. Uh, and I hear that you're an expert on this kind of thing. He said, well, I'll tell you what, if you help me find out where my son is, I will help you with your investigation. So we agree to it. And so the first thing we need to do is check out the scene of the crime. And this is where we start getting into uh, the mechanics of the game of investigating. So there is <clears throat> three major things that you can do. Collect evidence by examining things in the area. After you collect a certain amount of evidence and clues, you then can harness the, the mind palace, as they call it in the game, which is basically your deduction table. You find evidence, you place it again, or combine it with other pieces of evidence and come up with a conclusion. Uh, I, I believe they did something like this in the Sherlock Holmes games. Do, doesn't Sherlock Holmes even call it the mind palace? I can't remember if it's called the mind palace or not. It is. But, um, I had a question uh, about this section. Are, is there one right combination, or can you come up with some different conclusions based on the way you combine the clues? I so, think there's only one way. There's, there's only one way clues go together. However, you can make a, a final deduction, and it's usually got two, you've got two choices. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Based off of the information, and both of them are... I wouldn't say both of them are equally as valid, but they both make sense, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, especially come the end of this case, uh, or the next case, I should say, where you have, like, the option to save someone or not. My um, question is, is... Is this another one of those all roads lead to one, or are there consequences to your choices? Uh, honestly, I do not know. Okay. Uh, you do get slight benefits if you pick certain options. Okay. Um, like, at the end of this case, the option you make, uh, you will get some bullets, I believe, if you uh, do the, I guess, moral thing. Okay. Yeah. The moral. I'll find thing. out. I'm not sure which I one guess... I consider moral. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't yeah, either. Yeah. I, I, that's the reason why I kind of said it that way. So, all right. Well, let's, let's continue then. So, the, the other thing. So, using the Mind Palace to come up with conclusions. And then, lastly, piecing together the crime scene itself to then figure out what happened and what order they happened in. So, that's my favorite part. Yeah. With, with the Mind's Eye, um, Charles can go into like this ethereal world and basically piece together what happened. Okay, they broke in the door here, they did this, then they did this, that kind of thing. So, and you have to put them in order. Now, there's no penalty for getting it wrong. Other that than is the to... only thing that disappoints me with this section. Because <laughs> I wish it, it would is... throw you... I, I would wish it would throw you like... It's such a minor thing that why would I ever bring it up? Because it's just like, yeah, I could see how this wouldn't play do go past playtesting. But to me, it's like if I put it in the wrong order and it gave me the wrong piece of information and it sent me down a road and I was like, oh, there's actually nothing here. I think that would be a good punishment. 
like there's nothing lost other than time. Yo, that's so, so that's so the to valuable me, commodity to me nowadays. Right. I listen. Don't don't you get on time. I, I will bring it up, okay? Why would you Why would you invite that five minutes in Paw Patrol? Come on. Oh, God. Anyways, um, <laughs> the value of free Game Pass, everybody. Um, That's right. But my thing is, like, the, the, the world is big enough where it's like, if it sent you to a wrong address, right? Like, that would be interesting to me. Like, oh, I put it in the right order, and it's like, oh, so clearly this guy went here. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Like, even if he said something like that, there's an error there. But it's like nothing. It just, like, turns red for a moment, and then it's back to... Like, there's just no feedback other than it being like, you're wrong! It's like, okay, but that doesn't feel natural. Like, give me some wrong evidence. Give me... uh, some sort of statement where he's like, that wouldn't make sense that way. Yeah, I, I, I thought about that. I was surprised that there was no penalty. You know, and, and then my next thought was, you could easily not pay any attention in here and just try it till it works, because it's not going to take you very long. So my thought was, if they had six or seven segments that you had to put in sequence, it would well, take... Well, they get a- longer. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure. And I, I just figured, alright, once they get longer, or if they get longer, at least then... There is a time impact for for just trying to brute force it, because with they only three, longer, it takes you a minute, right? They, yeah, they get longer and they get less linear. I think that's the other issue. Uh, early on, it's like very linear. Of like, okay, clearly you know where it starts because they literally start you in the room. Yeah, they yeah. gotta kick down the door before you, you can like k- hit somebody, <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, that's those are like the main cruxes of investigating. Uh, there are some other things that could pop up later on, which we'll get into. But um, so with this part, we tr- we're trying to figure out. So there's the, in in this building, uh, there is a man that has been killed, um, who's laying there on on the ground. Um, this person's person's obviously been been beaten to death. Um, but then we also see that there's blood spatter uh, leading out to a window. So somebody must have jumped out of a window. So it was more than like one or two people fighting. It was like a a brawl almost. And then we see where they had obviously had somebody laying in a bed somewhere. Um, so uh, what we know is is that this this place is a is a housing fishermen who. Uh, there is a guy who is alive that we can talk to. And basically he tells us, we brought this guy in. He went nuts, started fighting people and ended up getting people getting hurt. And then he jumped out the window. Okay. Well, let's piece it together. So guy was laying in bed, which we think is his son, Albert. Um, he wakes up, starts a, a, a riot almost, and then jumps out the window. Uh, what we can tell is, is that somebody took a couple of shots. So somebody's obviously giving chase to this guy. There's nobody else here. So where did the other guy go? 
Where did Albert go? But somebody went after him. So we then have to use the the, the detective vision. I guess it's the mind's eye again. Uh, and this is where we get the, the shadowy figures pointing us in the right direction. Um, so we find a, a another blood stain out in the streets. Must have ran this way. Somebody took a shot. We find a shell casing. Okay. Some dude is shooting at whoever they're chasing. And we see, and, and, and this is where you, Matt, you brought up the thing where they give you the tools, but they don't tell you how to use them. Yeah. So, so here it, it, I felt like I ran into a dead end and I was like, well, I don't know where to go. Uh, uh there's no more blood. There's no other premonitions to, pointing to tell me where to go. And I realized, oh, I've got to jump up on these boxes. So I had to climb up on the boxes. Wow. Now I'm in this whole new part of the pier that I didn't even know existed. Yeah, I assume I could have accessed that earlier, but I had no, I didn't even know I could or, or would have had any reason to. So yeah, gotta press that Y, boy. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and this this game really doesn't tell you anything. Like, there's no like control tutorial or anything. Yeah. So, like, how do you pull out your gun? I don't know. I just started hitting there's- buttons. I think there's a bigger point to bring up later on with a specific item that you have. I don't know if that's what you mean, but I, I couldn't figure out how to use a med pack at first. The med pack is one of my preferred. Uh, like I like the fact that you have to ready it and then stab yourself with it, and then um, wait wait through the animation. Yep. Yep. I didn't mind it. I just it took me a second to figure it out. Yeah. So. Leading up to um, this new area, um, we find a couple of things. Um, so, uh, looks like um, there was a what was it? It was a uh, a torn pocket. I think was what it was. Right? They had a letter in it. Yeah, a bloodstained note. Yeah, and the the bloodstained note mentioned. Uh, uh, God, I can't remember the guy's name. The bartender, yeah, at the at the local bar, uh, saying that he owed money. And uh, continuing on further into this, uh, this new like I guess it was like a storage warehouse or something like that. That's where I ran into the, my first monster. Yeah, which we'll talk about um, for sure. Oh, go ahead, talk about it. Have you seen the other monsters? I've seen the humanoid monster it spits. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've seen a good few now. A good few of killed. Have me. you seen have you seen the have you seen the big boys? I haven't seen but no. I've seen a couple the of big boys. Multi, One started the, stomping after me in a an infected zone. The multi armed ones are like pretty scary looking. I'm I'm impressed with the fact that like nothing looks like anything really. Yeah. Um, and the close-ups of the spitters when you're kind of going crazy, where it looks like somebody's sticking their hands into a, a face vagina is the best way I can describe it, uh, is one of the most disturbing hallucinations I can have. Although I do like the one of, um, of the main character hanging himself. Oh, he has a vision of that? Uh, if, you're, if your sanity goes low enough, you will see him hanging. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's it, and it's it's well done. It is a the visions like everything. 
Okay, Bloober Team's getting a Silent Hill game, and all I'm going to say is that I really wish they were hand if they were handing the rights over to Frogwares. Yeah. Because, like, this gameplay, Silent Hill, a little bit more polish, I guess, but although, mind you, I'm playing it on an old console at this point. So, um, nah, I feel like the combat can have a lot more polish. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, for sure. But, yeah. um... Even then, like, if this was the best they could do, I, I think they'd do a really good Silent Hill game. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, the atmosphere and the mechanics of the Sandy stuff and, are fantastic. But just, not only that, but, like, imagine getting a note and they're like, yeah, go here. And then you just look at your map of Silent Hill, and then you have to travel there. And then you're like, I, I guess it's here, because this is the road that they said it was going to be on. Yeah, this this definitely feels a little old school. feels kind of like um, Morrowind in that sense, where... It basically tells you it's in, it's between Elm and, and North. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, let me look at my map. There's Elm. There's North. All right, it's gonna I love be in, that. It's gonna be in this corner somewhere. So I got I got to go find it. It's one of my favorite parts of this game too. Like just like yep, it's here. This is how they they traveled in the 1920s. Yep. <laughs> that um, my telephone booth. Yeah. I, 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 truth be told, I'm glad there is fast travel in this game because if uh, there wasn't, there I'd wasn't be like, that. yeah, if there uh, wasn't, I wouldn't have recommended it. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't walk that, and I couldn't tolerate that shit. No. Yeah. But yeah, so um, going into the storage area, we find that clue, but we also run into, uh, well, it's not really a familiar face, but it's, it's the guy we've been looking for, Albert Thorg Martin. Morton. He's not going to be coming with us. No, he's not going to be coming with us. Uh, unfortunately, he is uh, he is deceased. Been, been shot, shot in the head and put on a meat hook. Yeah, very uh, very Texas chainsaw. <laughs> uh, and then there's also one of the first monsters, um, the the wild beasts. Uh, it was a little spider looking thing. Yeah, I can't remember what those ones are called. But, I don't uh, know. They have names. All of them, I think, have names. So is the is the wild beast just a generic term for any of them? It's not. I believe the, so. Yeah, not the yeah. hand monster. Yeah, give me a second. Wild Beast. Yeah, I think they'll have uh, very specific names. Um, creatures. Yeah, it's just the common name between them. Yeah, uh, the small little creature is the Stygian. Which is a little hand crawler thing. And then the, the Lethian is the ones that spit from the face wound thing. I don't even know. Looking at a picture of one now, it's like maybe I'm seeing it wrong. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of me- messed up. Stygian sounds familiar. Is that is that a creature in The Witcher? Give me a second here. I think it's a real. Yeah, well no, it's relating to the Styx River. Okay. So There's a game there called Stygian. Go. There you go. Look at that. All... And it's in the 1920s. Depression time. So yeah, um, unfortunately, we had to go and uh, break the bad news to dear old dad. Your son um, is dead. Your son is dead. Um, (laughs) I have some bad news for you. Your son is dead. Your son is dead. (laughs) Albert is dead. Um, what happened to him? Well, he's dead. He got shot. He's been killed, but I, I, I have some clues on where the murderer may be. So I'm going to go follow up on those, and I'll let you know. So did you go talk to who, the dad first? 
Yes. I went right to where the guy was going to be. Okay. Yeah, I did too. I, I didn't know, so I, I was like, I figured I'd go tell the dad first. Well, that's the thing. So, like, your evidence, um, your mind palace, and what people say to you uh, will tell you where to go. It's a lot of having to actually pay attention to dialogue, which I yeah. appreciate. And notes. And notes, yeah. There's a lot There's a of, couple... you know, when we have to, like, the, the whole mechanic of trying to look through archives. Yeah. You know, I spent a lot of and time, I, like, actually being like, all right, what what do I know? <laughs> There's the, – the, the, the game does do a little bit to help you out with that. Um, it may not be there for you, Anthony, because I know you're playing on the hard difficulty of the investigation well, the, stuff. The hard difficulty, I think, if I'm correct, it only tells – it will tell you that you got evidence. I don't think it tells you – but it will tell you that you've – I can't remember. There, there are certain things they'll tell you still, but then otherwise they're like, it is, you're on your own. Uh, on the easiest difficulty, they will tell you, like, on the map where to go, I think, automatically. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it, but yeah, like, it'll be like, you have evidence. Yeah. All right, well, that means nothing, because there's a bunch of evidence. Um, it doesn't mean that it's worth something... Um, yeah, I can't remember. It locks you out of certain things, but honestly, it's not that big of a deal. Like, looking at what I lost, I was like, yeah, I feel like I played this before, but whatever. Um, when I pl- started up a new game, it was, like, on what I assume was normal, normal, which, but I'm like, did I leave it? Like, was it saved like that? Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I haven't had an issue with it too much, um... It, it will it will not hold your hand if you forgot something. He won't say anything. He'll no. just be like, I, for, "I I can't leave yet." So yeah, and so, I, I also um, like that they give you the indicator, at least on normal, that you've collected all of the evidence in a location by having. No, the, it won't do that. It won't do that on hard. Nope. Yeah, I find that quite helpful. You don't need to tell me what I'm looking for, but at least tell me if there's anything else to look for. Yeah. Some of which uh, is optional. My my my, but it doesn't. It it's it's just guys. It's sad that it doesn't do it based off of a dice roll. Come on, <laughs> show oh, me. Oh my god! Some specific evidence only if my di- my invisible dice roll is high enough. Even though I put a bunch of stats into the thing that allows me to see hidden evidence that just doesn't exist. If my oh fuck. Here's, here's how you make an investigation game, people. Fun like fact. This. I've earned three skill points, and I have yet to use any of them. What? Yep. Uh, I used, oh, I used you're going to want to. I was going to put them all into earning more experience <laughs> per thing I did. Yeah, I put, uh, I put two of my three into that. I, I put one into that. I put one into... Holding more supplies. Yeah. And then I want to say deal more uh, health. May have been health or something like that. Hmm. Regardless, I like the fact that it's there, but it feels like it's a thing that just makes your life easier. It's not a thing that needs to be done to finish the game. Yeah. So far, I I haven't felt anything differently as, as 
I was like, well, this is obviously harder. I need to level up or something like that. Yeah. I, put I haven't my, had anything like that. I put my third point into, like, a, a critical hit for the pistol. Yeah. And then two into XP. But, yeah, definitely supplies are what I would put some points into next. Yeah, but I'm, I'm waiting for that moment when it sends me to an area that I can't get through. Although, that being said, I, I did... I did die pretty quickly the two times I died, so something to help that would give me an incentive to go back and try and finish off some of those side quests. Yeah. So, um, we have to go to the bar. Run over to the bar and uh, talk to the, the barkeeper. Or bartender. Barkeep. Whatever. Did you threaten yeah. him or did you make a deal with him? Uh, I definitely didn't make a deal with him. Well, so so you were like, you're harboring a fugitive. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so I went, I went nice. I'm like, look, I know you owe money to the guy. I want him. You don't want him. Let's make a deal. He's like, it's upstairs. <laughs> All right, here's the key. Get him out of the fucking picture. I'm like, cool. He's like, yep. and if you sh- gonna shoot him, do it outside. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um, I told him you're harboring a criminal, so give me the key. He gave me the key. I went up there and I, I met my first Innsmouther. Yeah, and I was like, wow, these these guys are weird looking. Blessed by the sea. Yeah, so hopefully a different origin story because I, I I don't I wonder if this is a shape of water thing. Well, so if I I'm read up. Cover- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Say, I'm pretty sure they're all. I think it's based off the original Innsmouth, but they're all refugees from Innsmouth. Yeah, and they came after the flood. So they keep talking about this flood. I've looked into it a little bit. Apparently, sometime in the ni- like early 1900s, a flood happened, and a lot of people from another town moved into this town to get away from the flood. But a lot of things came with the flood, including the monsters. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And there's definitely just Um, the illusion of, well, the insanity, the flood, you know, these things showing up. It's it's obviously all related. Yeah. Or at least I'm assuming. So there, it's weird that they're based off of like blobfish in this game. Yeah. And not... Usually they're a little bit more, um... Aggressive looking. And not, like, pitiful. I... They're weird looking, definitely. They're they're some of the weirdest... Uh... Innsmouther designs. Like, again, usually they're... I don't want to say more fish-like, but they're... Um, they're more fish-like, I guess. The best way to describe them generally, and it's like, yeah, no, these are these are kind of like people that look like they've been on fire. (laughs) Yeah, kind (laughs) of. Well, it doesn't help that their eyes are like foggy because they're from the ocean. Some of them have facial hair. Yeah. Do they have like fins for hands? I don't remember. Close-ups on the hands. 
No, that's another thing. I'm pretty sure they just have, like, normal hands, but you can see that their skin is, like, a little weird past the, um, wrist. Yeah. Which doesn't really exacerbate the fishiness of them. More just the weirdness. Yeah. Strange. I like the design. I, I, I like the design because it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, he's there. Uh, I can't remember his name. But, uh... Is it Lewis? We're like, okay. It might have been. But he, he's he's like, look, he went crazy. And we everybody started fighting everybody. And we had to... I had to defend myself. And he's like, yeah, but you also chased after him. And shot at him. Right in the head. Right in the face. Yeah. And then you also caught up to him and then shot him in the head. And then hung him up on a meat hook. Seems pretty personal to me. And he's like, I, I, I've got a family. You can't, you can't, you can't turn me in. I'll, I'll make it worth your while. So, we now have a choice. So did you? So, so I was gonna say. So naturally, you turned him in. No. No, neither did I. I did not turn him in. I did. No, oh, Matt. Nark. <laughs> so, so what exactly happened? I'm assuming he got arrested or probably killed. Yeah, they don't show anything, but when you when you go back and talk to Throgmorton, he says, "Oh, I'm I'm going to make him pay. I'm going to show them what happens when you when you double cross a uh, Throgmorton or when you cross him." So, my my question is is that it seemed to me that this was more it, it wasn't like a personal thing of more of a race thing, right? But I I don't even I don't even think that's the case. Um because the madness spread to everybody. But it didn't spread to him. Yes, it did. Did it, though? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I just woke up. Like, You just woke like up got... and and you decided to shoot a guy directly in the forehead and then hang him up on a yeah. meat hook? No, he's saying he came to after the guy was dead. And then he hung so him up. Are we... So are we? He thinking... hung him up. He'd hung him up, and 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 then came to realized he was covered in blood and everything. The uh... note is not from going down the stairs. The note was like from him coming back up. I'm pretty sure. See, this is why I turned him in. It's just a little story's a little fishy. Ha! Huh. I think this guy did this on purpose. I I don't think he did. Okay. Well, and uh, I mean the the well, next mission kind of confirms I'm right. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think that ha- had I known what I knew in the second mission at this point, I probably would not have turned him in. But I just all you miss out is a couple of bullets. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I didn't even take his bribe. So. Apparently, I could have taken his bribe and then still turned him in. But I I told him I'd think about it. He offered me the bribe. I didn't. Oh, you can. You can say, yeah, you can say, like, oh, I won't turn you in, and then go and turn him in, too. That's a lot of this game. You can choose something, and then last minute go, Change my mind. Fuck him. Yeah. No, I took his bribe, Fuck him, and that's why. I went back and, and told told Thor Martin that, uh, yeah, he's dead. I don't know where he is. And then you're just pointing at the building. I don't know. <laughs> but he, he's Definitely not up the stairs, all the way back around, and in the private room. Well, see, I told him he was dead. Yeah, I told him he was dead yeah. too. 
I said he's right there. Go get him. <laughs> so he was like, well, we got our revenge. It wasn't the revenge I wanted, but I got it. So I'm like, so you're going to help me out on my case? And he's like, well, we're not done just yet. Something obviously is going on. Somebody wants whatever my son was doing to not get out. So what was your son doing? My son was on a diving expedition. I funded it. Um, it's, it is regarding the, the visions and stuff like that. We believe that there's something in the sea. In the old is, architecture. Yeah. Causing these, these, these illnesses to, to crop up. My son went down into an expedition. He was the only one to return. You need to find out what happened to the expedition. Okay. Well, where do I start? Well, there's a couple places you can start. We know where the expedition uh, was going to take place. On top of that, they have their own little headquarters. Great. So we got to go to the places we can figure out where we want to go. Luckily, there's about four places marked on our map. Yeah. So, we, um... Except for the expedition headquarters. Yeah. You gotta find it. It's on the corner of this and this. I love that. More of that, please. Every, that means, like, when they name roads, it's actually important. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto names all their roads, I'm pretty sure, too. But who gives a shit? Yeah, you got GPS. Yeah. yeah. Boom, arrow points me in the right direction. There you go. So, yeah. Um, now that the, the, the case has kind of been solved here, it's no longer a crime scene, we can now leave the port. So we uh, we head out, and unfortunately, as, as soon as we leave the port, um, Charles has a, uh, a Thunderclap a headache. <laughs> yeah, a massive headache, falls over, <sighs> and has a uh, vision of him Next to two crossing, like, I don't know, spires, I guess, with this ancient writing on them. Is that when he touches it and it, something crawls into his arm? Yeah, a little, yeah, like little a leech. Yeah, a leech. Yeah. Uh, yes, I too have watched Parasite. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then he wakes up and he's now in his hotel room. And there's a note there uh, from... Uh, Vanderberg telling us, Hey, I found you in the streets. Uh, you maybe drunk. be careful. <laughs> maybe be careful next time. Great. So then you, you can change your clothes and pick up a bunch of stuff and learn a little bit more about our main character. Man, this reminds me of Deadly Premonition. No. In a good way, not in the, wow, this is a jank piece of shit way. <laughs> yeah. Deadly Premonition has a lot of, even though I love that game. So, uh, yeah, I did change my clothes because, man, that backpack is just not working for me. Apparently I had a overcoat yeah. that I could do, so I looked like a, a proper noir detective. Yeah, the, the, the backpack, you look like a loser. Yeah. <laughs> and if you had a better backpack, but it's not. It's this weird, like, wide at the bottom, thin at the top backpack, and it's just like... Dude, really? <laughs> yeah, no. But I kind of no. like that he's not this cool... Like, you can choose to make him look a little cooler, but he's not this 
like suave yeah. noir. See, detective, like he's a loser guy that has visions that was ex navy. No, and he wasn't even like the he was a diver, not even like a. <laughs> uh, I yeah, navy. I go in. I kill the terrorists. Navy that we have now. Oh. So yeah, um, yeah. He was obviously he was he fought in World War One. Um, seems to have a lot of uh, resentment toward that. I was just about to say the more boring of the world wars. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we kind of wiped out an entire generation. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, but a lot of trench warfare. No. Uh, yeah. Not not pretty. I'm not I just. We don't talk about that one as much as we like to talk about World War Two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like the fact that it's not, you know, post World War Two stuff. Like it's like yeah, no, this is a Great Depression time. Yeah. Uh, an era of that we do not talk about in video games enough. Although I think technically, I think the first Mafia game takes place in the Great Depression. Yeah, because it's during Prohibition. Right, yeah, okay. So. It's a good time period, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. it's the rise the rise of the, the gangsters. And also, I'm totally willing to play a World War, an accurate World War One game. I'm joking about it being boring, it was just a stupid no, joke no. that no one got. <laughs> no one laughed, it's fine. But, um, yeah. So we need to go check out the uh, the headquarters. I'm surprised I'll... just how much um, loot there is to pick up, and the fact the that you is... can like pick it up again. Like I feel like every time I go back to a section, you can loot the same chest again. You can. It's it's restocked. Yeah. The 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 problem. It's generally supplies, so it's not like you're getting like bullets usually. Sometimes yeah. you are, but like for the most part, it's like congratulations, you got a few more shell casings. That'll go far powder. as you're firing it. Yeah, that'll go far as you're firing like six shots in one guy. Enjoy. Yeah. But I, I don't so, feel uh, like I guess what I mean is I don't feel like it's quite so restricted. At least not yet. I haven't gotten into too many firefights. You know, I've always had plenty of ammo so far. You'll get into some buildings where it's really tight, and you're like, "Yeah, this is this can't be ended with the shovel." Yeah. And the handgun's not going to do enough damage. So there's enough so parts that pulling out bigger stuff yeah. that look like survival horror, but don't quite feel like it because I. It's never as strong, no. Yeah. But it's there's definitely like when it's dark and it's it gets dark, dark in this game, um, and you're in like an alleyway, and then something comes out of the ground, and it's big. Yeah. There's a bit of horror. Oh yeah, definitely. Also, I will talk about it eventually. This podcast, but. Uh, I don't like the dives, man. That's my the, word. Uh, the, um... Yeah, so I... I tried to set it on my map where I thought that the building was. You're always actually, wrong. Yeah, I also <laughs> ran... I, so I ran into a building that I could go into thinking that was it. It was not. It was not. <laughs> and I ran into uh, the new monster, the spitting monster, there. I was like, was well, it one damn. of those... Apartment buildings that's like multiple levels. 
Yeah, it was multiple levels, but it didn't look like an apartment, but it looked like it's, an office. Oh, okay. So there's so that was one of my complaints is you will run across like the the building structures, a lot of the same building structures. You will come across um, the place that we're entering, the expedition office. You will run across a building that looks identical to that. Different interiors, like objects around, but like it is the same building. You will also come across one that looks like the building in the first mission where <laughs> there's a big hole in the side because that's where somebody escaped. And you will come across the same building with the same hole, except that like it shouldn't be there. And that was one of my complaints. Like, I'd rather if you built a smaller city and not have repeated some of these buildings. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing about just some of the traversal itself. It's It looks cool, but it's a little sterile. Yeah. Um, the, the, the gripes of an open world for open world's sake, yeah. I do think it works here very well. But I think you could have decreased the size of this map by half and still have gotten away with most of what you have. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so, too. Like, or even, like, I don't know, quarter size of the map and have every building accessible at some point or another. Right? And really just stack everything on top of each other. But. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, going into the, uh... Into the headquarters. Um, obviously, somebody has broken into this place. The the front, or not the front door, but the door leading from the front door has been kicked in. I like, I like how they show it with just a boot print on the door. Yeah. Oh and, my god, uh, Duke Nukem's been here. <laughs> so, um... It should just have a, just have a uh, Devolver Digital Door Kickers ad now attached. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the the evidence you find in here uh, to begin with is not much. Um, there's a few things laying around, but um, the 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 things that you do learn is that obviously there was some kind of a, a quick uh, smash and grab of the place, and um, I can't remember what causes him to use his mind's eye but you can use your mind's eye and you can find that there is actually a, a false barrier a false wall that's been put up and which leads to the basement um there's a man that'll just shoot you in the basement yep this yes, is the first is. place I died two shots and I was down so this scared the living shit out of me. I I so here's here's even you're you're like that scared the shit out of me. I remembered that somewhere in a basement somewhere there was like one of the Innsmouthers just hanging out ready to shoot me, and I still got shot because I'm a stupid idiot. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, god damn it, it's this one. So yeah, I'm sitting there just like looking for evidence, and all of a sudden I see in the corner of the screen. Some some dude pop up. I was like, oh, I can go talk to him. All of a sudden, he starts shooting at me. I'm like, oh god! And I like I I I, I kind of screamed for a second there. It's just like public school all over again. Yeah, right. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I, I I that's the first time I used my gun. I, I I shot him twice and killed him. 
And the uh, only shame is you can't loot his body. That's what I was thinking too. Was was like, uh, well, I'm sure he's got a couple bullets on him. Yeah. But not for not. you. Not for me. So, yep. Uh, I was like, well, what was that all about? But what we do find is, is that uh, there was a well, like a barrel that had been uh, set ablaze, and they were throwing uh, papers in there. Uh, it seemed like they were trying to cover up something, and uh, and they tried to do it in a hurry. So we had to piece together what actually happened. So obviously, the first thing that happens is they kick them in the door, and then they go in and they start Ransacking rummaging through, the place. yeah, rummaging the, the place. And then um, grabbing all the papers and then burning the, the evidence. Papers? Yes, show me all papers. Uh, and then they put up that false wall, uh, so that anybody who comes in here doesn't even know this place existed. Using magic, using black magic. So, yeah, that's that's kind of weird, right? Um, looks like uh, somebody was obviously not wanting this this. Uh, this dive to happen or knew that the dive had happened and uh, wanted to make sure nobody knew of what happened to the crew there. But I think uh, the, the, the piece of evidence we get points us to the, the pier. We have to go back to the pier. Yeah. To find another person. Again, the, the I like this stuff yeah. as much as as much as some people be like, oh, I can really have to go back. I I'm like, okay, cool, more detective tracking down stuff. So the way we find this guy is, so we don't have a name, but we know that they obviously commissioned a boat to go out to to a dive site. So we have to go to the 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 newspaper. Yeah. Where the girl was, has way too much interest in you, but it might be like interest as in cannibalism with her eyes. Yeah, like beady, she's got big those, eyes. Somehow those they're beady and big. Like yeah, how does that crazy make any sense? The, oh, so you're I, the stranger from out of town? Oh, okay. And like, you, the look on his face is the exact response you, should, you would have to that per, type of person. Yeah. Yep. That's me. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I gave the interview. Yeah. Got the achievement for that. Um, and then we go through the records. So this is the next portion of the investigation. Another game mechanic is that there are multiple places that you can visit where you have to basically cross-reference certain things with each other to get what you're looking for. So with the newspaper, you're going through different newspaper articles to try and find what you're looking for using certain commands. So, uh, time period, um, what kind of article are we talking about? Is it an ad in the paper? Which is what we were looking for. We knew we were looking for some kind of ad because they obviously commissioned somebody to take them out. So it was an ad for some, for, for a, a boat tour, I guess. I don't know what, what you would call it. Um, and then you've got to, you know, what location it was at. So I know the location. I know when it happened. It was in the last couple days. And then, uh, you know, what what kind of a, a article was it? It was an ad. So we find the ad. There it is. We got the name. There's the captain. Now we got to go find the captain. 
well, he was stationed at Pier 3 down at the port. Okay. Now we got to go back down to the port. Make it to the port. What Before you get there, what's okay. interesting about those segments is I did not use, like, I didn't know I was looking for an ad necessarily. But there's enough information there that I was able to get the what I needed as well. Yeah, you need like it's, three out of four, right? Yeah, and it's it's fascinating because like there's things that you can like deduce. Like, okay, so the time frame is after the flood. Uh, I need I need it for the ba- like the, I need it for the docks, so I know what area to look in, and I know that it needs to deal with civilians. And then my I get my my response. And I got the paper and it tells me, like, Doc 3. Cool. And th- that's where it's like, I love the fact that, like, it, it requires the player to think. I mean, you I guess you could just keep randomly doing combinations, but boy, that'll get boring quickly. Yeah, yeah I think it's um, not a lot of time, too. Yeah, so I, I love the fact that it's like, you have enough information here, there's multiple ways to put it in, and you'll still get what you're looking for. So uh, go back to the to the port, Pier Three, and a fog has set in, and there's nobody around except for one guy, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not coming out of this little box here." He was in like a little like station, and they're like, "What's going on?" The the wild beast showed up. There's this is a lot of dead people over there. And he's like, okay, well, what happened? He's like, I'll tell you once you take care of the wild beast. Okay. So I go over there and I, I, I beat the wild beast with a shovel. And there's a lot of bodies. So the, the, the difference is, is that a lot of these bodies are not killed by wild beasts. They're killed by human means. Yep, axes and shot, stuff like that. So, I'd like to picture you going back to the guy, like, what is he, the harbor master or whatever? I think and just so. Taking the body of the wild beast, throwing it into his little cubicle, and being like, they're dead. Yep. <laughs> Tell me what you know. So we have to do another deduction. Uh, we find that uh, there's, there's, uh, looks like there's booze, and like they were celebrating something. Then, uh, obviously, there was a big fight that happened. And seems like somebody escaped. We're not sure. So, uh, people obviously got really upset. Maybe they got somebody cheated at cards or something. I don't know. So we go back to the harbor master guy. He's like, okay, so tell me what happened. What'd you see? He's like, well, they got into a big fight. A lot of people got killed, thrown overboard, everything. And then one guy ran away. Who was it? It was the captain. Okay. Where'd he go? I don't know. But he had a really big gash in his shoulder. Okay. Well. We're going to have to go all, in. All Where injured do, people go. Bah, 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 the hospital. Yep. So we go to the local hospital. See if anybody no, checked what I in. do is I go to the closest fast travel yeah yeah and then i say okay there's the hospital what's the closest fast travel to the hospital you can't what i do like though is like if you wanted to you could do this entire game without that 
Yeah, I wasn't at the point where I was using fast travel yet, so I certainly did this. Took a boat? Trek in a boat, yeah. Yeah, those are not the greatest forms of travel. Yeah. I got stuck on something one time. Of course. So. But yeah, uh, make it to the hospital and uh, talk to the doctor there. The doctor actually gives us a side quest. This is the first side quest I got. Okay, uh, did you take his medicine? He didn't offer me medicine. I did. He offered it to me. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. I'm like, I think this is... Oh, right, he fucks me on this. Right, right, right. Oh, what happened? Hang on. You you take the medicine, and you immediately like lose all your sanity. <laughs> and then you go and confront the doctor, and you're like, Dude, you just fucking tried to poison me. And he's like, Damn. <laughs> All right, let me know if anything else weird happens. Well, dang. No, yeah, so wild we... beasts pop up. You're like smacking them with the shovel. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Classy. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, yeah, that didn't happen for me because he asked me, he said, are you sick? And I was like, no. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and that was it. That was, that was in the conversation. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had to got a uh, cross-reference again, uh, depending on patient the uh the the injuries and uh possibly what time they may have uh came in kind of thing what what's smart here is that you don't have his name right no no so even if you had his name and you put it in it doesn't mean anything like i don't think that's an option but it's like there's enough like false information that's not going to help you now it's like working off of the previous one where they gave you kind of all the information and you just had to figure out how to put it together this one's like well here's a bunch of information that's kind of pointless you you have to deduce what is going to be important shoulder injury you know like yeah, that no. type of thing it's like when fucking today yeah <laughs> yeah so there was, two, like there was two people that popped up and you can mm -hmm. actually talk to both people um but one of them had burns, I think, and the other one had... A... Yeah, the other one had something, like, explode on him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we find the guy, and uh, he lies to us. I <laughs> so... hurt myself falling down the stairs. You want to try that one again? Ah, you got me. Like, all right. <laughs> I, th I think it was, like, he said he got shot. Yeah. yeah, I got shot. Yeah? Well, that looks like an axe wound. Ah! Ah, shit. you got me. What do you want? <laughs> He's like, so you uh, you took an expedition out, right, uh, a couple days ago, and none of the crew members came back, but you did, and so did your boat crew. But now your boat crew's all dead, and you're the only one still alive. What's going on? He's like, everybody went nuts. The 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 they went down into the water. And didn't come back. I didn't want to leave them, but my crew was going to start a mutiny if I didn't. So, I got them all drunk, and we went back to the to the harbor. Well, then they all went nuts and started attacking us. I barely Likely escaped. Likely story. <laughs> no. And then I shot him in the hospital. <laughs> In hindsight, that's how I should be playing this entire game. It's just, like, pointing my gun at people and killing them. 
and just going to see how far I can make it in the sinking city by just murdering important characters. <laughs> do, all right, I have to ask now, do you have the option to shoot this guy? Uh, I mean, you you have the option to kind of shoot anybody. Right. Um, I'll explain that, how I know that later. So, so that's not necessarily true because I cannot kill Thorgmerton. No, you cannot kill Throgmerton. I tried. So I <laughs> saved. So when I when ah, I finished, monkey face. <laughs> when I finished, when I finished this section, I saved my game and I said, "Okay, I'm going to pull out my gun." <laughs> <laughs> and so I I tried to shoot him. It wouldn't work. I tried to shoot his bodyguards. It wouldn't work. But there was two women that were crying next to the coffin. I could shoot them. <laughs> and you lose all your sanity when you shoot somebody. And then the police. Come. I did not. I did not. Oh, wow. so I'll explain how that happened after. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, please come. Uh, just like real life. Yeah, and they just shoot me, and I died, and that was it. So uh, yeah, um, so he he's like, look, they went nuts. The 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 diving crew never came back. Well, there was one guy who came back, and he's like, well, we never saw him. So obviously, he floated to shore, got picked up by the fishermen. There you go. Now we come full circle. So, all right, well, where was this expedition? He's like, dude, if you want it, the coordinates are on my logbook. Where's your logbook at? I don't know. They took me into surgery and took all my stuff with me. So I don't know where it's at. It's got to be down there somewhere. So got to go downstairs, find the logbook. Um, yeah, this was the piece and- I missed, and it messed me up later. Because I did the whole, I did the whole next section, and then got stuck because I didn't have the logbook. Wow how did how did you find out where the place was? Because the logbook told me where the place was. Yeah, no, no. He's saying he went and got the diving suit. Yeah, I went and got the diving suit, but didn't have suit. the logbook. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. so I was stuck because I looked it up and it said, "Oh yeah, there should there should be a marker exactly where you need to go." I'm like, "There's no marker." And then hmm. you know, I I don't know. Did, I, I, I had been uh, throughout the hospital. I I guess I didn't realize the basement looked like surgery, you know, because I, yeah, I had that. If you look on, so if you look on the wall, yep, uh, there's a sign in the hospital. Uh, it says two and above or whatever is patients. Floor one is admissions, admissions, and then basement is storage slash surgery. <laughs> yep. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, I knew it. I knew it was here, but I came here and left, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to trek all the way back across this map to figure out if it's there or not. But right, yeah, I, I kind of messed myself up a little by missing this logbook. So, yeah, so there's two things we got to do. You got to go get a diving suit, which is relatively easy. Uh, not if you went too far. What totally missed what totally missed what street it was on, oh. and I just read the streets that it was between. And if you go one street further. It's in between a it, it, the in between street is like a very it's dangerous flooded. section. No, 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 not the one you need to be on is flooded. Right, the one I was on was not flooded and filled with monsters. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> and I was like, I don't don't remember where this is. I remember I had a hard time finding it the first time. Um, there's a lot of monsters. This doesn't seem right. Yeah. And then I like went back, looked at the evidence, and I'm like, oh. 
two streets over because I'd already gone down another street, like at the, where the intersect, the two roads intersect. I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! Run back down the street, get in the boat. I'm like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> then I walk in and I'm like, fuck yeah, this is the place. Yep. Yep. Got a diving suit. And uh, using the logbook, I'm able to find out exactly where they went and dove at. Go back to the pier and take a boat to the diving location. I uh, get there and, well, we just jump on down. Yeah, I don't like how they're like, and walk around for a little bit before you dive. Like, hey, just dive me. Fucking I need the, the setup. Yeah, especially because no. there's nothing else to do there. This whole thing feels like it walk might Walk as... up the stairs. Dive load. <laughs> yep. Cool. So we're now going to an underwater section. And here's is... where the nopes start, everybody. Yep. Anthony is now in horror territory. I don't like deep water in real life. Why aren't more horror games set underwater? That's where I... The worst part of Inside is the water sections. Okay? Yeah. Makes me think of Sphere. Tra- trapped underwater. I don't I don't like the idea of being trapped underwater. I don't like things in the water. That's where I'm. I rather be trapped in an air bubble at the bottom of the ocean if I knew nothing else lived in it. But the darkness hides too many things, and I just don't like it. Don't trust yeah. them. Yeah, giant and then squid. You see the, yeah, whatever it is, it's not a giant squid that floats by. It's something. Yeah, that that was an awesome. Right. Just seeing that out floating out there. I was like, holy shit, that is terrifying. And then your yeah. sanity That doesn't to belong in the ocean. <laughs> and then if you look down, there's like another one. When you're w- crossing the bridge or whatever, you, there's other tentacles down there. Yeah. It's like, alright. Yeah. This is a lot of nope. And then I started to lose sanity. I picked up the harpoon gun, but never equipped it. Yeah, I never then, used it. Because the tentacles just hit me as I was running. I'm like, I'm running out of sanity. And then you get to the glowing light. And then yep. you're in an underwater cave. Where I think there were some more things in there. Some were certainly carvings. But I got all the way to the end of this section where you can take a picture, but then there yep. was another platform over there, and it looked like there was something at the bottom of that platform. There is. It's a carving, though. Is it? Is oh, that? Okay. That one. But it's so creepy looking. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like a hand. The one, yeah, it's a creature that's crawling up the side, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like a lot of, uh, again, the world design in this game is amazing. Like, the little, when it's like, not just trying to put a building down so it has another block, even yeah. those are okay, but like when they're handcrafting stuff, it's like, damn, that's fucking great. Yeah. So we make it to this cave, and um, that's where we actually see what happened to the rest of the crew, the diving expedition. There's uh, one guy just stark raving mad. Yeah, as you say, they've all chosen their favorite characters from one flew over the cuckoo's nest, and they're yeah. playing them. <laughs> So, Roll of uh, a lifetime, which is going to end very soon, because I do, in fact, shoot everybody on my way out. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the choice here is 
save them or let them die here. Well, I'm not letting them die here. I'm making them die here. Well, I let them die here, so... Bang, bang! Well, I just didn't want anybody to be able to go back and potentially save them. So, my question is, if you were to pull out your gun and shoot all of them, could you go back to, to Thork Merton and say, Hey, go save your friends. I I honestly don't know yet. We'll find out next... A little teaser for next time. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, everybody's went nuts. Uh, there's this pedestal. Um, and, uh, there was obviously something there, um, using the mind's eye. Conch shell. Yeah. Almost, yeah. There's a, there's a dead inn's mouther with a medallion around his neck. Um, it's been stabbed in the chest, I think. Um, there's, uh, what else was there? Oh, the, the diving suits had been stabbed and cut so they couldn't return to the surface. Yep. And then, yeah, there's just a bunch of crazy people. Yeah. So, piecing together what happened, there was obviously some kind of a, <clears throat> a fight of some sort. Um, and uh, what we gather is is that the guys got the jump on them. They, they snuck in and uh As attacked, ritual was happening, yeah. Yeah. Attacked them and uh, uh, took both the artifact itself as well as the, the I guess... Was she the head research? Yeah, I think she's the head research. I, I don't remember. I think they gave her a t- specific title or something. Um, Professor Doe. Doe. Yeah, that's what it was. Doe. Yeah. So they take her. And so, okay. Now we, we do have the choice. Um, do we save these people? Bang, bang. bang or do bang. we leave them to die? Got three or four bullets, however many people were in the room. For her, for, got enough for everybody. Hand them yeah. out like like Halloween candy. Yeah, that I don't know. I uh, I returned back to the surface. So the first so, thing I saw. Go ahead. This is where I was like, okay, I don't remember what I'm supposed to be doing here. I have to look this up. The photographs. Yeah, I didn't know I was supposed yeah, to take did- a photograph. Yeah, you have to take a photograph of the medallion and the not Cthulhu statue, maybe Cthulhu statue. Yeah. Um, so I, I knew the photograph of the guy um, because there's an icon that says There's no icon for me. I yeah. couldn't remember. I couldn't oh, remember. Wow. And I forgot the camera existed, so. Yeah, there was an icon uh, yeah. for the other one as well, Drew, but it was weirdly on, on top of the tripod. Yes, that was because the thing. If you, if you step out of the way of the tripod, it doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. And that was a little weird. Yeah, I forgot about that, and I'm like, okay, I don't... Because you know what? Here's here's what I was remembering. I remembered that, like, there was a light... Again, it's been two-plus years, uh, or almost three years of not playing this game. So... All I remember, remembered was, okay, there was something that was illuminated in here, and I had to specifically look at it before I could leave. And I'm, like, looking around at all the lights on the wall and the statue. I'm like, I don't remember what I have to fucking do. And I went around for, like, ten minutes going, is there a specific spot I have to stand in? And, I mean, yes, there is, but I'm like, oh, fuck. As soon as I read the camera, I'm like, oh, fuck, right, okay. I forgot that was a mechanic. Yeah. So... Uh, the conclusions we come to are that somebody got the jump on them, uh, kidnapped, 
Professor Doe took the artifact and left the other guys to die. Um, and while they've been there for the past few days, they have lost their minds. Um, and you can either say, well, we'll go and save them no matter the risk to others, or they're too much of a risk to others, I'll let them die here. And yeah. I said, I'm not choosing either of these options, I'm taking matters into my own hands. <laughs> so I did not take matters into my own hands, but I did say... The last thing we need is more crazy people I, in this I, town. I thought it was too cruel to just be like, and uh, fuck these guys. But I'm also, so I, I did the deed myself. But I will tell you, honestly, you'll get a message. As soon as I see the option, you'll probably get a fucking phone camera picture of it being like, look at this shit. And they'll be like, no, go back and save them. Like, all right. <laughs> I'm so sure, Matt, I'm sure what about they haven't you? thought about that. I plan to come back and save them. Oh, snap, man. I couldn't, you know, I I feel like with the first big choice, it wasn't clear to me which was the right answer. But in this one, I'm like, there was already somebody who went crazy and got over it. So th- these guys are worth saving. They'll, they'll get over it. You say that I still believe that this guy did not go crazy. Everybody else did. That's the only reason why I thought, eh, I don't know, it makes sense. So, my thing is, oh, there's my chair. Um, my thing is, I want to know if our decisions are actually changing anything. Because, why even give us a choice if the story's just going to continue the same way? Yeah. There's got to be some kind of consequence to this stuff, right? There's got to be. Well, I guess we'll find out. So... I chose to to leave them there. Oh, um, there is long-term possible problems that can happen. I just wanted to see quickly. Page contains all the important choices in Sinking City. We have listed the decisions made during the main cases. Thanks to our description, you can learn more about a particular choice, what options you get, and the possible consequences, including the long-term, of your decision. Okay. Well, good. Even even if it didn't, I'd still be like, at least I get to come to a conclusion by myself, which is not a thing I can say about fucking Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> this is true. So I went back to Fog Martin. Well, we pass out one point. Oh yeah, wake up in our hotel room again. I did we- not go back to Throg Martin yet. But I've done it before, so... Oh, okay. The Lucia? No, you... I said, okay. And, okay. And I said, and then Sorry. I said, I'd done it before, and you went, okay, and then there was just silence, and I went, I think, oh. I think my I think my internet was, was a little messed up, because I was like, well, I'm not hearing anything. Um, But yeah, so I, I did go back to Throgmorton, and he just... He basically... You, you you confirmed your choice there. Oh, everybody's dead, or you need to go save these people. And then he points you into another direction, which we can save for. Next which is week. monkey paw. <laughs> that's right. So, and, that, and then that's where I saved the game, and then shot the two mourners at the funeral. There's there's no. <laughs> More well, you want to funerals. join them? <laughs> no, there's now more funerals, including my own. 
So, <laughs> guys, I'm just I'm giving back to the economy. Yeah, economy of so. funerals. Big business, you know. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're going to leave off. We do have two emails. Oh, so nice. Let me read out these emails. Um, Anthony's decision sucks. All right, that's fair. <laughs> So uh, the first one comes in from Dustin. It says, help, we're sinking. We're sinking. German accent. Hello. This is the German Coast Guard. What are you thinking about? <laughs> oh, What's up, God. guys? <laughs> you want me to say it in a German accent? I got it. Oh, uh, <clears throat> so quick history about this game for me. I saw an announcement trailer, and I, was li- and I like cosmic horror and Euro jank. So it's been on my radar. This game has plenty of Euro jank. That is the... Yeah, I should have said those words exactly. Let's be honest, though. This is probably the most polished Euro jank I've ever played. You're also not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, with... with... Bound by Flame wasn't not polished. No, it, it definitely was. But there were some things that were just a little bit too archaic. I mean, this game has some of that too. I think. I mean, yeah. you're playing on better consoles, so I see all the the jank at its finest. Oh, yeah. So it's been on my radar, and I bought it when it was on sale. I sat on my shelf in my backlog, and now here we are. I was playing on. I was planning on playing the detective mode on hard, but after chatting with Chad, it seemed more frustrating than feeling smart. So I bumped it down to normal. And now, uh, with my limited game time, I bump the combat to normal, too. After opening cutscene, first thing I do when I get off the boat is fall off the dock into the water accidentally. I didn't expect that I could fall off or even swim, so I was, uh, I was trying to find land when eels attacked me and I died. Yeah, if you stay, stay too- out of the water. Did you see that warning in one of the load screens? I did. Uh, yeah. But it was after yeah, I fell in the water. Jeez. The... <laughs> oh, so I got into a part where like I could make it to another boat, and I went on the boat, and then I got stuck in the geometry. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Like, clearly this is out of bounds. They they were not expecting people to come and try to jump over here, but I did. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of jank that the game definitely has. I, I was walking down the street, and I heard uh, a lady cat call me. So I turned to the side to look at her, and she's, like, morphed into the wall. (laughs) So that's another thing, too, I mentioned. I'm like, yes, it's kind of weird to just see, like, you turn a corner and Bum is (laughs) T-posing, and then just pops into position of him lying on the ground, moaning or whatever, and it's just like, all right. No, I I haven't run into any of that. It's not as prevalent as it once was, but it's still there. Yeah. I have pop in people sometimes. Like I'll be walking down, and somebody just pops in in front of me. I'm like, there's the real cosmic horror. <laughs> so more pro tips coming soon. Uh, the tutorial area um, took me a while to figure out all the different mechanics of this game. I ran into some of those spider creatures and figured out how to equip my gun and killed them. But then at the bar, realized bullets are also currency. So then, after mashing buttons, I found the right bumper is your melee. Yes, I am playing on Xbox. Searching the building probably took longer than it should have, since uh, they refuse to give you a tutorial on anything. I like games that don't hold your hand, and I actually really like that about this game. 
I also think they should at least explain a couple of things like how you can activate Vision Sight or just a quick overview of the Mind Palace or a quick note like, hey, you can craft at least once. Uh, it would have been, it would have sped things up, uh, at the start for sure. I'm hoping we get different outcomes based on how the mind palace is set up with combining different clues to form theories and combining those to determine the verdict. But I don't think it will actually go deeper than just a small choice for each investigation. I love the dialogue options. When you first meet Throgmorton, I did all of you pick the what the hell is wrong with your face option? <laughs> After face. All uh, I can think of with that with that statement, all I can think about is um, red letter media. What's wrong with your face? What's wrong with your face? Oh, you do a way better, Mister Plunkett. <laughs> it's not very hard. Oh, it's for me. Uh, when, uh, then when you meet the fish person and basically say the same thing. <laughs> I like how our detective is going around basically making fun of how everybody looks. <laughs> so, do either of you know the the game, The Mystery of the Druids? I do, because you showed me it. Okay, so The Mystery of the Druids, there was a guy in a wheelchair at one point, and you can talk oh, to the guy, and one of the options that's there very early on is just asking him why he's in a wheelchair. And the guy that was, like, a Mandalore Gaming was going through, and he's like, that's there the whole time, so I just imagine that as he's talking about the druids, uh, he's just wondering why this man is in a wheelchair. And that, so I would ask that last, essentially, about the face, because I'm like, the whole time, like, I just, I imagine him asking all these questions, and the whole time being like, why does his face look like that? Why does his face, the inner voice, why does his face look like that? Why does he look like a fish? It's weird. Yeah. This man has an ape face. What did he do with an ape? Who is your dad? <laughs> Sir, what disorder do you have? Speaking of our detective, I don't even know his name, but the character design is terrible. <laughs> oh, I like the character design. I think he would, I think he fits into the world. Not a compliment to the design team, not a compliment to the, the fictional person. So, hang on. He says, that saggy-ass backpack he's carrying around oh, makes look like, looks like he shit himself and is running around town. As soon as we got out of our hotel room, I changed clothes immediately. Yeah, I still need to do that. I'm still wearing the saggy backpack. Uh, nah, nah I, switched, I switched to the overcoat. It's nice. Going back to the intro investigation i found the fish guy that killed the ape guy and ratted him out so i'm sure he's a fish stick now maybe his name was kanye <laughs> okay on to the real investigation i'm liking how i have to read different objectives to get some obvious clues on where to go next and to get uh uh and to actually look at the map for crossroads instead of a stupid marker pointing me to where to go next uh, when I get to this to the destination, it's not so obvious what I have to do. I feel like I'm actually being a sleuth in what I'm doing, like cross-referencing newspapers or tracking down a hospital patient with a specific wound. I'm rather enjoying this game. It's giving me enough about. It's giving me enough without being frustrating. It's also like when you're using your co cosmic vision or whatever you call it 
you start hearing weird sounds around your environment randomly and get visions of different creatures that may or may not spawn that I usually run away from to save bullets. The part of the, the game ones, when... oh, go the ahead. ones that spawn that are shadows only take one hit from the shovel. Yeah, to get yeah. rid of, um, but they still hurt you. Um, but I, I think, I think if you stay long enough, they do spawn a real one. If I'm correct, I, I remember running into a real one, and I it, obviously it's like when you start hallucinating, um, that creature could have been there right around the corner or something and popped out while I was hallucinating <laughs> visions and I saw the black one or whatever and then there's a real one nearby too um, but I swear they can do real ones as well uh, later on like the further the further you get into the sanity hole oh boy um, there's one of the uh, I want to say it might be an add-on mission um, but it, the problem is because I got like the deluxe version for review originally I don't know um, did you go across the room in the hotel to the, like the, t the room with all the books the tomes that they're looking for yeah seven of them I think Drew was that a thing that was open to I, you I don't think so I did okay, go into so some that, of the rooms but I don't so remember that so that's a DLC the, 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 that one has got a lot of the so like they give you hints on where to find them. They're they're even less obvious than like it's on this road, somewhere between this street and this street. Right. Um, they give you details. Uh, I I'm impressed with that aspect. Uh, for the same reason, Dustin, it doesn't hold your hand. Um, as a in a world where like you know, I, I, Breath of the Wild had an answer to it too. But like you know, maps with just markers I, i'm kind of bored with that i was bored with it in 2019 when i wrote the review as well but like just it's refreshing to go back to this now and be like oh yeah that's right this is really good at that part yeah there could be a time and a place but playing a detective here you know it, it really fits the the intent i think yeah right and Before then your them. hospitals are still marked and stuff like that makes yeah. sense you know it would be dumb if that wasn't yeah, unless you go through a phone book and have to look up the address. <laughs> yes, the phone number is one. The only one person has a phone in this. Uh, the part of this game I'm not a fan of is when you investigate everything in an area, this portal appears and you walk in it so you can see three or four events in the past. The dumb part is that after you witness all of them, you need to play them in specific order. It's a waste of time and not needed. The diving gets part... It gets better. It, it it does get better, but I don't know if you'll like it if you don't like it outright. I just like the fact that I'm seeing a visual representation of the guy figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Could it be done in a better way? Yes. I, I think I think Remember Me did it a bit better with the, like constant rewind and replaying. Yeah. It's a bit different context, but that, that same mechanic could potentially be put to something in a detective game. Yeah. Uh, the diving part was cool, but all I did was walk forward and it was over. I thought they could have done more with it. You do uh, more, go on more dives. Yeah, the okay. whole thing could have just been a cutscene. Yeah. You go on more dives. It gets a little bit more involved. Um, I don't like it any... I think I like it less in the sense of, like, I don't like going into the water. Not as in, like, a gameplay portion. But, yeah, it does get a little bit more involved. 
Hmm. The cavern I couldn't leave since I was missing something, and I did look it up since it was late and I was tired. Turns out all I was missing was taking a picture of the dead body with the ritual knife and the artifact. I don't know why he couldn't just take it with him. Yeah, I kind of thought he would pick it up. I never even thought about that. Go ahead. Oh. I never even thought about that. Why couldn't he just pick up the fucking medallion? And bring it with him. Yeah. There you, there you go. There's your perfect physical evidence. Um, let's see here. Uh, do any it's of you guys... all fingerprints on it. <laughs> yeah. Do any of you guys scuba dive? I highly recommend it. It's so fun and relaxing. Plus, it's something you can do at most vacation destinations. When he inflated the balloons and shot out of the water, I thought, yeah, our guy should be having the bins right now. Yeah, me too. And this investigation ends right here. <laughs> I thought about that, too. I was like, you know, you're not supposed <laughs> to come up out of the depths like that. Well, it that. passes out. He does pass out, but, I mean, the yeah, bins well, typically we, kills you, so, right? And it was just like, what? Uh, isn't the bins refer to the shitting? No, no I think it's oxygen you bubbles. You die later on. Bubble, bubbles in your blood. Yeah, the oxygen bubbles in your blood. You don't get enough. Am uh, I, maybe I'm wrong. I thought the bends is already like it pushes you to not feel well, and then yeah, like the further, yeah, decompression sickness is known as the bends. Um, let's see here. Yeah, depressurization is what kills you. Um. Apparently, astronauts can get it too. Hmm. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I, I, it's probably the reverse way, I'd assume. Yeah. No, right? like, no gravity, gravity versus too, too gravity much gravity. Much gravity. Um. Let's see here. Uh, I deduced that the dead monkey kid, Arthur, I think, uh, was causing the madness in the crewmates and decided to save the scientist. Even if they're crazy and talk their nonsense, this town is so screwed anyway. What's a few more lunatics running around? <laughs> I think if you let them come back, you're going to have even more. Uh, I stepped outside and checked uh, my new investigation, and I don't know where to even start. But I noticed the water level has changed, so there must be new paths. Neat. So I have some crappy news, though. My work is getting really busy the next few weeks, so I don't know if I'll be able to keep up and finish the game same time as you guys. I'll try my best, but I might have to finish it later. I've been enjoying what I've played, and even though I'm not uh, invested in the actual investigation, I just want to explore more and see what happens with the Eldritch Visions. Dustin. I I do recommend, even if you, even if you just go into, like, futz around... For a very short time, let the monsters spawn and then dash out. Uh, go into one of the of like danger areas and watch some of the creatures that come out. The the ones that you are forced to run into early on are creepy, but not like you know I don't know the, the, nothing that you haven't kind of seen before. The little spider creatures kind of look like uh, the monsters from the thing, and um, or the thing from the thing, I guess. Ooh, and, head and, crabs. Uh, or head crabs, and then the spitters. I mean, look like something out of Silent Hill. The kind, you know, a little bit of body horror, but still kind of functionally a human um, zombie sort of thing. Uh, the stuff that comes out uh, that's bigger is like, all right, well, I can tell that there's some still some human parts in there, but that's kind of like an otherworldly looking beast. Uh, I'm gonna 
bail now because it's very big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Next email comes in from Chad. It's titled, You Want a Fishy? <laughs> Howdy, crew. This is my first time playing this game, so it's just uh, as much of a mystery as it is to all of you. Uh, I'm playing the PS5 remastered version, and I'm already about halfway through the story, but I'll keep my comments to just the first three main investigations, so I may have to stop reading. I'm not sure how the other versions of this game plays, but on the PS5, it is graphically beautiful. Gameplay is smooth, and it has very fast load times. Only a few minor hiccups every now and then, which is pretty good for frogwares. My biggest complaint is that the game doesn't explain some mechanics very well. For example, I thought my game was glitched when I first started. I kept trying to open the container on the ship when you first arrive, and it just kept closing on me. <laughs> it wasn't until a little bit later I realized that you have to hold the button down. I also did... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that happened to me too. Yeah. It still happens to me. Where I'm like, oh, it's something I pick up, and nope, it's a box I can do. And then he reaches down, nope, reaches down. Okay, there, all right, hold it. I also didn't know how to use the mind's eye ability at first. The help text made it sound like you had had to access it in the menus, but you just have to press down the D-pad. It wasn't much un until much later in the game that I realized you could hit those small creatures with the long with the long legs, the ones that jump around, by pressing R1. And they go down with one hit. Yeah. I wasted so much ammo on those little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I also ran into one really annoying creature or feature that I eventually figured out on my own. When doing the research combinations, hospital, library, police records, town hall, I kept putting the right search combinations together, but it wouldn't give me the next clue. I even looked it up to confirm I was right. It wasn't until fiddling around with it that I discovered that you have to have the correct reference clue pulled up to the left as well as the Oh research. my god, that's not something that happened to me. I didn't know that was a thing. Yes, yes, oh. it happened to me in the in the medical records. Oh my god, that's annoying. Okay, yeah. that one's bad. Uh, the game can also be pretty funny with all of its pop culture references. For example, The Walking Dead found an innsmouther named Daryl Grimes. Boardwalk <laughs> oh. Empire. Guy with half-faced mask later in one of the investigations. Uh, the Big Lebowski. Urn at the crematorium says, Dude, fuck it, let's go bowling. No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sure there are plenty of other references I've missed and haven't found yet, too. So I have a theory already. What if everything Charles Reed has experienced in Oakmont isn't real? I'm probably wrong, but there are several things I've noticed. Very early on, the game acknowledges Charles Reed was in the Navy and implies that all of his crewmates were killed. Interestingly, the picture from the ship that he arrives on follows him to his hotel room after he blacks out. Well, interestingly, the picture from the ship he arrives on follows him to his hotel room after he blacks out. Okay, I didn't oh. notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, also... you can, if you, so next to the bed, um, there's, there's the photo, and then on the desk is this dog tag. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there a, isn't there a, a reference to the River Sticks? Um, he may say it in here. Um, yeah, he does. 
so uh, Sharon, Charon. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Karen. isn't isn't that the 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 ferryman? That Karen. Karen. Apparently, it's it's pronounced Karen. I, I Karen. know it's weird. Yeah. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Also, think there was a reference early on that he was already taking medicines for his visions. There's also several Greek mythology references I found interesting. The ship Charles arrives on is named Karen, uh, which is the ferryman of Hades, and the ship he served on in the navy was called the USS Cyclops. The little motorboat he drives in the game is also named Cyclops too, in Greek oh. mythology. Uh, Odysseus finds and has to outwit a Cyclops on an island when he is lost at sea. And the land of the blind, the one-eyed man, is king. Huh. Here's the, here's the, here's the, here's the, I think is the interesting part. Um, you never, like, uh, I think I got to about where Chad is when I wrote my review. Um, and, uh, that, the guy that you meet on the dock, I don't know if he's real or not. Benderberg. Okay. Yeah. Benderberg. I like, but I like the fact that this game is not so intent on trying to mindfuck you. Like, regardless if he's real or not, like... Like Chad's noticed all this stuff that I I did not fucking notice at all. But again, those small little details that are here, um, and uh, it, but it's not like if it does it and it's like if it does it, nothing seems to be like oh look, see we got you, but this one too. It's like no no, it's like a slow burn sort of story with some like good hooks to keep you going. I don't know. I, I, I like that fact that, like, you know, you can pull kind of more out of it, but, like, I still like what I'm getting so far. Yeah. 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 What if Charles is the sole survivor from his ship when serving in the Navy, and he is actually a patient in a mental hospital suffering from PTSD or infected by Cthulhu after being lost at sea, and, and everything in this game is playing out in his own mind? He's one of the patients in the hospital of the Call of Cthulhu game, <laughs> as the other guy is breaking in and fucking about, and also losing his mind. Yeah, <laughs> and then summoning Cthulhu. Let's see here. It would make sense of certain features like Mind's Eye and Mind Palace. What if these visions he is having is actually glimpses of his reality? When his sandy drops in the game, I swear I sometimes see a glimpse of someone in a lab coat like a doctor or something. Anyway, till next time, Chad. Those those little hallucinations. Even though like when they're when they're just like the picture in picture, like the the um the, the you can only see the luminance part of the image, right? Like anything that's not like in shadow is what you see on screen. Yeah. They're so creepy looking. They're like, yeah, I know what the creature is. Like, I've run into some of them. But they're way creepier when they show up as a vision. Because there's so much detail. And they're right in your face. And they're blurring. They're blocking part of the image. And it's like, it's a small thing. Yeah. Is it as detailed as Eternal Darkness? No. Um, and it's just coming at you in a, in a different way. Like, you expect 
enemies to like come up out of the ground or come around a corner. Yeah. You don't expect them right in your face automatically. Yeah, and it, uh, there's no like warning that that's about that image is about to happen. Sometimes that happens before the screen starts to warp. Even like it, it, it keeps me on edge. I when I wrote my review for this game, I said it was going to be a cult hit, and I unfortunately I just don't think it ever. Like I don't hear a lot of people talk about this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the same sort of thing as like um, Dustin had, where it's like he was interested, but you know, other stuff came out. I get it. Um, it happens to me too with a bunch of shit. Um, that's kind of why Phoenix Down exists. But like, it, I'm just surprised people don't talk about this game because it does for the audience that's like, I don't want hand holding, which is a fine thing. I mean, this game offers both. Um, there's a lot to this game. Like, I get it. It's not. It's not the, the usually the. It's not the genre that most people are looking for. But like, even with survival horror fans, like, it's here. It's not like it's not here. It's not the best in the genre, but it's doing other things that other parts of that genre don't do at all. Like, if you like the, albeit it's a very different setup, but if you like the puzzle-solving elements of Resident Evil, I mean, this this whole game is kind of a puzzle-solving to get to the next section. Yeah. Right? It's a little bit more direct. Like, hey, like we've given you a general idea of what you're looking for and general idea of where it is on the map, go. Yeah. So so far I've really enjoyed the pacing of this game. The 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 fact that you're never just like, okay, we'll just go here. No no no. I'm going here because I got this clue that tells me to go here. I don't know if I even need to go here, but you know, like like, like just you know and then well, the case opens up. More. Yeah, the the dude the all right, dude got attacked. Okay. Well he's got a big cut in his shoulder okay well in most games you would find a blood trail and follow it right no 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 this is this is not that kind of game this well, is only if you're only if your observation stat was high enough so no to spawn it in game based off of an invisible dice roll sorry i have to keep bringing that up but it bothers me <laughs> to find that out after we did our thing that it was like oh no it's based off of a dice roll behind too like oh, yeah fuck yourself but um but yeah like in in a in the real world you would say well the guy probably went to the hospital well let's go check out the local hospitals you know and so it's it's constantly giving you a path to go to based on real world stuff you know what i mean so it's like yeah it's not it's it's not a floating arrow yeah it's i mean it's 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 telling a good story you know, and I, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm actually really liking this. But, um, oh, sorry. The one thing I hope doesn't happen is what Chad said. I I hope that this is – I feel like that would be a cop-out. I feel like it would be a yeah. cop-out if it was just, you know, St. Elsewhere all over again, you know. Oh, St. Elsewhere. I had to explain that to somebody <laughs> the other day because I make that joke all the time with people. I'm like, yeah, this is just in the mind of an autistic child looking at a snow globe. Yeah, or like what? No, like what, it's an other, scene elsewhere. There's another show, uh, New Heart. Yeah, but New, New Hearts, New Hearts seems almost like a parody of Saint Elsewhere. I don't know which one came first, but New Heart was like smart about it because it's yeah. self, it's self-referential to sure. his previous show. True. So you're like, oh, he, yeah, I guess he, I, yeah, that makes sense that he was playing the same character essentially. 
Yeah. He's playing Bob Newhart in both. So, like, okay. Um, but, like, seeing elsewhere, it's like, but I mean, they're the first, and it's just like we look back on it now and go, "Fucking good lord!" Yeah, I don't know. I just don't want it to be like, "Oh, it's all in somebody's head." If you earn it, if you earn it, fine. I'm always okay with them earning it. I do not like though that there's been oh this whole thing. Like we just kind of threw it at you last moment. It's all in his brain. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the game. There's a game that I played that I enjoyed up until that moment, mm. and and, it, and they revealed we'll talk that it was off. We'll talk all off. in his head. We'll talk yeah. off air. Um, there's a game that I, but like, there's a game you and I both love that has a bit of that element in it. Drew, what's that? I'll write it in chat. Okay. <laughs> and the only reason why is because I just don't want to spoil it for people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like again, but it but earned, that earned it. it. That earned but that's it. That's what I'm saying, though. If this game can, if this game goes that direction and earns it, I go okay. Yeah, I could see. If that. this game, if that if this game builds up to something, fails to pay off, and chooses that as its answer, though, then I go fuck. Then I say go fuck yourself. Like you wasted my time. Um, the it's all a dream ending. It, it can be very well done. It can also be done in a way that makes you go, I don't, is this the dream? Right? right. Um, I know that uh, Realms of the Haunting, spoiler alert for a game no one's going to play nowadays because it doesn't run very well in modern stuff. It's a janky old first person shooter slash horror game with full motion cutscenes. Um, the end of that game is like, was it a dream? I don't know. And it's just like, Okay, this is it, like it's it's vague on it. I'd like I appreciate that fact, but like otherwise, it's like this isn't a great way to end this either. So I like you know I'm, it, it it depends on on how this goes. I prefer it not to because I want to see you go outside of that. Yeah, it's kind of the cliche more than anything. Yeah. So. But I'm glad everybody's liking it. I was worried that I could watch. I gave this game a good score, and we're going to go back to it, and everybody's going to be like, this game sucks. And I'll be like, all right. Maybe, no, no, maybe no. I was by myself on this one. No, no, I'm, I'm digging the hell out of this game. And I, I just, I really like the main character. I think, like, I, I'm drawn to outside-of-the-box characters. Right. Um, and, and you could say, well, he's a detective. It's really... Yeah, but he's a detective. He kind of admits that he's broken as a human being. He's never chipper. He's not. He's sarcastic, but when he's sarcastic, he's dry. It doesn't come off of that. It doesn't come off with the same wit. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like it's just a line coming out. Um, and then all the characters he meets are either like super normal but highly deformed, or like. Well, I guess everybody's highly deformed. Or it's like, oh, this is a person, and something's wrong with them. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll wrap it up here. Two hours. Wow. Okay. Well, that's the reason why I said only the first dive. I, it, it, there's a lot to go on story-wise, and I knew we were going to talk about mechanics. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you would like to send us an email, it is drew at ztgd.com. You can also tweet to us. I am at DMO Fury. Matt is at REMGS. 
Anthony doesn't have a Twitter anymore. Deleted. He <laughs> deleted it. And uh, the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But yeah, that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, if you if you are following along with us, or if you want to pick it up, it's on sale on multiple platforms right now. I highly and suggest. And at the price, like under twenty bucks, this is a steal. Yes, absolutely. Especially if you like old adventure games. And definitely under eight bucks. Oh fuck yeah! If it's under eight bucks, you're, you know, you, you talk about bang for your buck. Yeah, you get it in the first case alone. Yeah, no, it's good. But uh, yeah, please uh, send us those emails. Uh, we'll read them out on the show. Uh, but we appreciate both of the listeners who did send in. Keep them coming. Uh, but that's going to be it for us. Until next time, I'm Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Anthony, and I'm drowning. <laughs> In the sinking city, bam. We're going we're gonna to throw out a, uh, uh, a little uh, lifesaver for you, Anthony. But uh, in the Follow meantime. Follow me, set me free. We will both escape from the sinking city. Oh, God, no. <laughs> On that note, we're going to get out of here. We'll catch you guys next week with the continuation of The Sinking City.